With a 6-2 victory over Iran, England began their World Cup run in an impressive fashion. Jude Bellingham, Raheem Sterling, Marcus Rashford and Jack Grealish all contributed and Bukoyo Saka scored twice. More off-field controversies surrounded the game in Qatar when England were compelled to abandon their plans to wear the One Love armband, a symbol of unity and acceptance after FIFA threatened to issue a warning if they did so. Coming back to the game, Jude Bellingham gave England, who were much favoured, the lead in the 35th minute by leaping high and heading a Luke Cross Shaw into the net. What he might not have known is that he started a goal-scoring frenzy. In the 43rd minute, Buko Yosaka slammed the ball home for goal number two after Harry Maguire headed down a corner. In extra time, Raheem Sterling scored the third goal with the help of precise pass from Harry Kane. The goal accurately reflected how England controlled Iran in the first half. The second half didn't really change much. When Saka found a gap in the defence, he found some room to dribble it almost unimpeded before kicking the ball in. It seemed almost too easy. But then, Iran's hero, Mehdi Taremi, a late bloomer who has been knocking them in at Porto in Portugal unexpectedly pulled one back in the 65th minute. Before chipping the ball in, Taremi slipped by the defence and grabbed a wonderful feed by Ali. A few minutes later, everything got back to normal as England made a number of advances and Marcus Rashford, who had only been in for a minute to be very precise, 49 seconds, calmly slammed the ball in another goal past the defensively hesitant Iran. And then it was followed by number 6 by Jack Grealish, who was substituted just a few moments back. Iran, who to its credit remained trying throughout the game, was given a penalty late in the extra period. And by late, I mean in the 13th minute of the extra time. Taremi scored on it, bringing the score to a 6-2. Only twice have England scored six goals in the major tournament, but based on this performance, you wouldn't bet against Bellingham contributing the next time. Bellingham is a player who has the world at his feet and a prosperous international career ahead of his time. Write it down from me. Although Taremi's goal gave Iran's passionate supporters a moment of genuine happiness, there wasn't much else to enjoy in the game as their team suffered a severe defeat. However, this was not a day without enormous significance as Iran's players and supporters used this platform to publicly express their opinions regarding the mounting human rights demonstration against the country's government. The fans yelled down the national song and none of the Iranian players joined in. Inside the Khalifa International Stadium, Iran received strong support and it was obvious that they saw this as a perfect opportunity to air their frustration. They had little time to celebrate football itself, but they were definitely motivated to succeed. 
Moving on to the next game, it might seem like Gareth Southgate's boy might bring it home this year, but given the weakness of Iran's opposition, it nearly is impossible to make a conclusive judgment about England's chances at the World Cup. However, Southgate could not have chosen better as his one significant selection choice paid off handsomely and the outcome was practically idle. Three Lions started this campaign with a roar. How far along does this winning streak go? I guess we will see when the time comes. Moving on to the second game of the day, Senegal versus Netherlands. I would be lying if I said this was the match that I was waiting to see all day, but after the 6-2 win and an amazing show of attacking football by the Three Lions, the game kind of felt a little... Hmm... Not every game can be a six-goal nail-biter, but the majority of watchers likely anticipated a few more highlights from a matchup between two top 20 clubs on Monday at Doha's Altumama Stadium. Senegal suffered a demoralizing defeat in their opening 2020 World Cup game thanks to the late goals of Cody Gapko and replacement Davy Klassen, who put Netherlands in a strong position to win Group A. In the ninth minute of added time, the Chelsea goalkeeper could have done better when he could only block Memphis Depay's feeble shot into the path of fellow Dutch replacement Davy Klaassen, who swept home the game-winning goal. In the absence of the talisman and lead-scoring Sadio Mane, who was forced to withdraw from the competition after a knee surgery, Senegal appeared relatively toothless. Also, sidebar, I hate Van Gaal. Every time I see him on the field managing, me personally as a United fan, dislike that man. But uh, he was correct when he said the Netherlands men football team today were a bit shoddy and messy in possession. They were inaccurate and ran with the ball way too much. The Netherlands wins to celebrate their first World Cup appearance in eight years. Senegal, on the other hand, did not play well, but their remaining group games against Ecuador and Qatar should present them with easier competition. And for the last match of the day, we got our first draw and the first big margin win on the same day. Yes, sir, we did. At Ahmed bin Ali Stadium in Qatar on Monday night, the United States and Wales battled to a tenacious, gritty 1-1 draw in their World Cup Group B opener. At the half, the US led thanks to a skillful goal by Timothy Way in the 36th minute. But Gareth Bale's late-game penalty kick gave Wales a crucial point. Welsh fan drowned out the Al Ryan during the game. But they met their counterpart in the loud US fans whose drum hardly stopped thumping. The match took place in a tremendous environment and the... And the aura was just breathtaking to be very honest. Following the goals, the aggressive play continued and just before halftime, Yunus Musa and Pulisic were both fouled by Bale and Chris Memp, respectively. 
It was a tale of two halves. And Wales manager Rob Page made the crucial substitution at halftime by bringing in the taller Kiefer Moore in place of the ineffective Dan James, who was exactly what the team had been lacking in the first half. Walker Zimmerman fouled Bale in the penalty area and then Bale blasted an incredible spot kick to beat Turner and tie the game for good despite 10 minutes of second half added time as the US was poised to open the World Cup with a huge victory. He's never disappointed us, has he? Like, Bale is the focus and rightfully so. The US received four yellow cards overall, which is the highest for the team in a World Cup game since they drew five against Germany 20 years back, actually, in 2002. Wales received two yellow cards during their contest. The US's next game is against England, who are now leading their group on Friday. After that, they play Iran. Well, that brings us to the end for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening to FIFA Talks with Hathi by Hathi Talks and I'm grateful to have an amazing, distinguished listener such as yourself. Also, if you aren't following Hathi Talks, we also do have a pretty good Instagram, Facebook and Twitter presence with the name Hathi Talks. Oh, also, 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 we have an amazing website as well. That is HathiTalks.com. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Love your life. Live your life. And be the greatest version of yourself every single day. This is Mihir Hathi signing off. Meet you tomorrow. Eh?